Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown here with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. And this is State of Atlanta. A little late on the pop there. Was I? I don't know. I don't feel like I was. I don't know. It seems like a little delayed. Anyhow, that's fine. A little judgy judgy on the pop there. Well, you know... it's just you and me. I'm going to get judgy. I'm I'm judgy yeah. when it's not just you and me. Yes, David we demands suppo- perfection. <laughs> we were supposed to have Ben Moore of 24-7 Sports, and everyone, anybody that's a Georgia State fan knows who Ben Moore is. We were supposed to have him on tonight, but the last-minute uh, family thing came up. He asked if we could uh, do it another night, so we'll get Ben on another time. So you're stuck with Ryan and me just with our typical banter back and forth with each other because Tim's got uh, work stuff this week so could not be part of it it happens it happens we all have lives i mean i don't have much of a life this is pretty much my life (laughs) i'm (laughs) i'm trying to cut a lot of other stuff out so (laughs) i don't have much else going on i mean i've got the whole family thing you got the uh the family thing going on but the kid thing but yeah that 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 part sucks this part (laughs) well and actually this part right now Georgia state pretty much sucks as well (laughs) yeah yeah it's pretty rough. It was a, it was a bad week for the men's basketball team. We were actually on a uh, four-game losing skid after what we thought was turning the season around against Coastal Carolina. No, and, you can uh, go. You can no rewind the tape. I was saying that was an outlier, and that we did not, we weren't seeing a turnaround. You're right. You're right. You're right. I <laughs> I, I spoke. I spoke. And I, I don't think any of us said it was a turnaround thing. But yeah. You know, just just like that was an outlier. Uh, I think that the Marshall performance on Saturday is also an outlier. Now, granted, Marshall's a good team. Uh, I think Marshall's you know, really good. Yeah, yeah, they're they're the probably. Or I think they're statistically the best team in conference right now. And I think Ben said they were the second best team we've played so far this season behind Auburn. And yeah, so yeah, right. it's not an it's not an outlier as far as um you know we suck still suck or whatever, but. We're not as we're not as bad as uh, that game would suggest, but we're still not a good basketball team. I was gonna say we're maybe not we're not good. as bad as that game suggests, but we're we're a bad team. Like we're not not good even. We're we're frankly bad at this point. The, everything like like what we've been hoping for is that you know all the all the training that these guys have gotten their whole lives on on how to play basketball would like kick in some at some point they'd be able to like you know sing some baskets and they can't they just can't do it and and we just need to have something else happen on this team for that part to click and that part has to click <laughs> just yeah can't do it otherwise it's, <laughs> but it's it's weird it's not like we're just getting like air balls left and right we're getting those you know, ring around the basket out type thing, or just these what look like easy layups that are just not falling in, like uncontested yep. type shots that are not going in. And I'm just like, this, this is, I don't understand it. I, it makes no sense though. to me. I mean, either we have to start believing in like curses and that there's some powerful <laughs> being who has cursed our program, or right. like they're just not that good at shooting. <laughs> yeah, well, so I well, I think I mentioned this last week on the episode and I it still rings true today is I feel when I when I would watch our coach hunter teams it felt like 
it was we are better than you and we're going to show you that on every single play even in games that we lost we still embarrassed them by stripping the ball away and going for the easy shot or taking a deep three and nailing it without even like batting an eye and now that's what's happening to us we don't look like we know how to hold on to the ball it, the ball is taken away we we look look like we don't know what we're doing out there uh, at so many times. And then then there will be a bright spot where things look great for a shot or two and it just reverts back to uh, uh, to looking like garbage again. Like we're pretty good yeah. at stealing the ball, but we're not we're not good at holding on to it. And it, I, I, think, I feel like I think we got spoiled spoiled under the coach uh, Hunter years about of having that amazing talent and that great coaching. And now that we're going through this transition, it just. <sighs> It's it's heartbreaking to watch these games. <laughs> well, I think I think honestly, um, you're forgetting a lot of times when that team those teams made a sweat. Um, they, oh, yeah. <laughs> they they was definitely not like domination domination. We won a lot of games for sure, but um, right. they came down to the wire frequently. We 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 complained a lot about Hunter taking his foot off the gas too soon. Right, that was like a, a right. one of our complaints about Hunter. But but. I will say that this team doesn't make a sweat at all because we we know from start to finish <laughs> yeah, we're, what's we're, happening. We're out in the first we're out in the first half. Like you know the game's yeah, already settled it. and done with. You know exactly. I think what was it? I think it was uh, TDS. We we started the game up four zero or four two or something like that, and then just you know <gasps> pissed away the rest of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. And then and then you know this was Watch a question I was going to ask for Ben. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, the question I was going to have for Ben tonight was like, you know, can you please explain to me what's going on when a team can spend the first half getting down by, you know, 12 to 20 points and then outscore the opponent in the second half? Because that's what happened with App State. I think it was App State. Yeah. I, it was. It's, it's happened. It's happened several. Even if we're not outscoring, Couple we times. play yeah. significantly better in the second half, and it's just so frustrating. I'm like, if we could just play, if we could start the game after halftime, we would be winning a lot of these games. <laughs> uh, yeah. If only. If only it was only half yeah. a game. Our uh, perpetual optimist uh, Grant here says uh, Georgia State basketball went one and seven in the month of January. You should not be losing to Marshall by forty nine points. Yeah, oh, you should right. be. Lo- you should you really. Be. You should be. Lo- you should be losing to anybody at forty nine points. You, you, we, we are the premier yeah. program of the Sun Belt Conference since we re- since we uh, joined back. Right, and right. we are get- we're we're getting again. We are being made to look like how we made teams look like uh, up until this point. Right. It's, um, Any loss by us should be a tight win for the other team. It should be like spectacular. They should go back and cheer themselves on that they made such a big win because we're such a good team. And that's what we're used to. And right yep. now, like we're walking in being like, the hell are we going to watch? Yeah, how much are we going to be down uh, at halftime? Or what, what's going to be... Thank God like, they uh, sell the- beer. Oh yeah! My God, could you imagine being in the sports arena and having to like just live off that buzz from the from the G deck and not being able to refill that during the game? Like, man, I don't know. I'd have found ways to smuggle. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how anybody watches any of these games sober. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it at all. I don't usually. So see, I, um, uh, just, just, <laughs> I have been turning it on my TV, which you can see behind me, and playing video games on this computer while it's on, and I'm just listening to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's like whatever, then, man. Uh, 
<laughs> and on these away games, you got to listen to these horrible, horrible. I wonder if these programs, these the fan bases of these other Sun Belt programs, actually think uh, as highly of their announcers as we think of Dave. Because uh, it's, there's no question about it, Dave Cohen. Dave Cohen is the the best at his game. Like when uh, what's his face when Chip Carey. Skip Carey, whatever that the Braves guy that's leaving to go to the Cardinals. When he left, I'm like, Dave Cohen would be phenomenal in that job, but I don't want to leave. I don't want to lose him. I don't want him to, to, to yeah. go to, to Major League Baseball. Uh, I want him to stay here. But could you imagine? Uh, well, actually, to, to, their, Dave Cohen, to their credit, they probably aren't having their radio guy do it, but I think Dave Cohen is one of the best in the in the business. I have compared him favorably to Larry Munson. And I know, I mean, you know, you yeah, might oh, yeah. not think that's much, but like, I have no idea what you think of Larry Munson, but Larry Munson's oh, like Larry best, Munson? best in the biz, you know. Larry Munson, the <laughs> the, the, the famed Atlanta Falcons, uh, a play caller. Yeah, yes, yeah, I, yeah, I know, yeah, I, yeah. I, Red I, black, I know him that's well. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I know him well. No, but I, I just I just wonder if these guys uh, think as highly of these of of their announcers because they're 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 not good. They're not good at all. But whatever. Uh, see, uh, Taylor had no, a question or comment. So I, oh, We'll, we'll get there. I at least uh, thought the coastal wind could have led us making the jump from bottom feeders to a middle of the road team. Yeah, after that coastal game, we were uh, a game out of second place, two games out of first place. I mean, the Sun Belt was really sucking at that point, so everybody was pretty flat, yeah. and it, there was a ch chance for us to make some noise. But um, well, look, yeah. if we determine that the 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 top of the road is number one, and the bottom of the road is the last place, which is coastal then we are definitely middle of the road. We're just, you know, second to last. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, actually right now, Coastal is uh, two games up on us in the standings in conference. They're, they're four and six in oh, conference. God. We're two and eight, but we're not last place. Thank God we are, there are not divisions in Sunbelt basketball, because if there were, we'd be last place in the East. Now we can just say we're not last placed because Arkansas State is pulling. Oh, yeah. Arkansas State at one and nine is last place, and we get to play them. Not only do we get to play them, <laughs> we get to play them on the, on the road. This could be let's our chance not, to actually. Let's not get too excited. Let's not get too excited. <laughs> we have we coastal... get to play them. Uh oh. <laughs> we have Coastal and Arkansas State on the road after uh, this week's games, and those are two chances we can actually win a road game because we've not won a road game this entire season. Now, part of that is because we front loaded the entire out of conference schedule with uh, home right. games because of the convocation center. So we, yeah, we still get to play of, coastal. Out of conference. We still get to play coastal away, right? And we get coastal, to play Arkansas coastal State away. away. And back to back day, back to back week, or right, no, back to back games. On the Thursday, we Thursday we're at coastal, and then on uh, Saturday we're at Arkansas State. We could actually have what they call in the business a win streak. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how exciting. Well, you know, I, I, after after the uh, after the coastal game, I think it was Hudson that and the presser made a comment about uh, you know that the team needed this. They 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 needed to get that win. They needed that that confident big win, and so yeah. that, which is one of those things that made me feel like you know yeah now the guys their heads are in it. We can we can move on. Of course, four Coach game speak. losses. Yeah, four game losses since then. Hopefully we can do this replicate replicate our performance against coastal again do the same thing against uh bottom feeder arkansas state the guys can get their heads into it and get that confidence they need to you know 
do something with the end of the season, get into the conference tournament. And we have man, said that it, the tournament is all that matters, right? Like none of this actually matters at all because everyone gets in and yep. as long as you can win your games, you're all right. So maybe, maybe that's the whole, maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe we're like, let's just not let anyone know who we are all season. <laughs> and then just like, Coach Hayes, <laughs> just blow it Coach up. Hay Coach Hayes playing Star Trek's 3D chess against uh, <laughs> checkers over here. <laughs> yeah, to all our listeners, that is not likely, but, you know, it's fun to think about. <laughs> no, but so I, I feel like I, at this point, the way, really, the only way to kind of like salvage anything out of this season is based off of what we've seen so far is in the conference tournament. If we win our first game in the conference tournament, I feel like. And then and then we and then we lose the next one. We're like, all right, we 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 ended the season, you know, advancing in one round of the conference tournament. All right, we things were changing for us, but I just don't know if this team has this seeding wise. We're going to be playing a really good. Well, I guess no, because the way they do their weird scheduling, we'd still be playing kind of a top of the middle of the pack type team because of the way they yeah. do the buy and stuff. But I, either way, but. um if we, if I we still can, have we go ahead. I still have faith that Coach Hayes um, is is a good coach and like mm -hmm. has identified what needs he has, like what pieces that he needs for the team to make us good, and that he's out there like finding that guy or those guys right now. Um, and that next season is just not going to be the same at all, right? He he has what he had to work with based on mm -hmm. a short runway. He just got hired. He had to figure out how to recruit the program. Um, and now, now he knows exactly what he needs and has the recruiting time. If we see, um, you know, I, it's really hard to say we won't see any, any kind of jump forward because we're so, we're so bad, but yeah. I mean, we're going to, I think we'll see a big jump forward next season. Um, and I, and I still am very firmly, we could lose every game this season and I'm not like hating on coach. Right. No, I agree. I still <clears throat> firmly believe that Coach Hayes is a is is a not not just you know, a, a good coach, but is a, a good guy. And I think he's going to be able to do something with this. But yeah, you know, we lost so much uh, production from last year, and then lost even even bench guys. We lost uh, in the off season, so we had to bring in a whole new thing. And I guess if you go back about it. You know, we were kind of told through people that were more closer to the program that we didn't have a lot of star shooters on this team. And that's what we've seen. That's been our problem is guys that are actually yep. able to you know make the baskets. So, again, another question I was going to have for, for Ben tonight was, you know, um, was this was this type of a season staring us in the face face all offseason long? And we just so blue blinded by everything that we just thought that, you know, of course we would continue to compete in this conference. So, um, I think it is very surprising how bad this team is at shooting. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, I made the joke earlier about some greater entity has cursed us or something, but like, like, right. you know, it, it's, it's, it's vaguely not a joke how bad the shooting has been as far as like, mm -hmm. you're a basketball player, dude, like the ball goes in the basket. You know, I mean, I like, I, I can't believe, like, you, you know, like, I just, it's hard for me to believe that the team is that bad, <laughs> but they are. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's the shots that they're missing that are bad. It's, it's yeah, not yeah, like, yeah, you're it's not at, like they're all super asking, contested. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're, they're not, you know, 
they're not getting their, their asses beaten down in the court. They're taking easy layups or easy jump shots or, you know, uncontested threes and just not going in. It, it, it's, it's frustrating, but I, I definitely feel like that Coach Hayes is going to be the kind of guy that's going to this may be an anomaly in, in his uh, coaching career. You know, next year uh, we'll get a little bit better. The next year we'll get even better and keep it going that way. We'll see. We'll see. So we got uh, two yep. games. This week. We got, we got um, the trash down South uh, comes a calling to the convocation center on Thursday and they're doing Thursday. a whiteout. They're doing a whiteout for that one. Uh, some pregame is going to looks like they're actually trying to really promote this to the students. Uh, the game's at seven, but they have a pregame starting at five thirty. Uh, whatever games, giveaways, and more. I'm always a big fan of more. Uh, there's going to be a DJ playing pregame entertainment. The DJ, uh, free food Where? to the first hundred students at the com. I, I guess that man, like you walk food, in and there's uh yeah nice. I mean, if I was if I was a student, I would be trying to I would like bring an alumnus to uh, game day and be like, all right, I'm going to get all the free food and then I'll sell it to you for half off. And it there would be a reasonable price for chicken tenders, you know, six fifty <laughs> for some chicken tenders and fries is a reasonable price. But twelve dollars is not Panther dining. So I think I paid for a hot dog there one time and it was a little pricey, but it was good. hot dog. Big, big, good. I got my. Uh, well, I, then five-year-old daughter, a hot dog there. And I was like, she wanted Skittles. I'm like, you eat this hot dog, you can get Skittles. And this hot dog is a massive, massive hot dog. And she's missing like six teeth because I beat her. I mean, because uh, she loses them easily. <laughs> she's <five>. and... <laughs> That's why you beat her. And... Five-year-olds exactly. are annoying. <laughs> yeah. By the way, as you know, six-year-olds are not much better. But anyhow, <laughs> at the, by, basically at that point, I, once I saw the hot dog and like her struggling with it, I was like, "All right, um, two or three bites, I'll buy you Skittles at halftime." All right, and and she de- she devoured those Skittles. But yeah, so big whiteout. I'm gonna wear my Sex Panther shirt that I got. Um, nice, gonna be fun. I don't know yeah. if I have a white yeah. shirt, but I don't really feel bad when there's like whiteout or blackout or blueout and like. You know, I just wear my typical blue. I'm like, eh, I'll be fine. It'll be fine. It, if if we were packing the convocation center out, like, no, not an empty seat in there, and the cameras come out and, like, the pictures from the game, and you're the one person in a blue shirt and a sea of white, yeah, then you did, you're done wrong. But when we are, what, the lower bowl is probably getting, what, like 20% filled out? I'm not worried about you wearing a blue shirt. We'll, wearing a black we'll probably shirt. have a lot more people there for this game, though, because it's TDS. I mean, that, we always have better turnout for all the TDS games. Always. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious to see what kind of reaction we get from the TDS fans about coming into the uh, the box after coming to Sports Arena uh, for the um, you know, past forever they're, years. They're like rightfully they're, ragging on us about it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I've got, that's what I'm. They're going to say bad things. They're going to say talk about how you know crappy it is for this or that, or no center scoreboard, or the the um, the high school scoreboard uh, on the opposite side of the um, the big digital boards or whatever. They're they're going to complain. It's still better than with the the garbage they're building. They they hate what they're building. So screw those guys. I mean, is it like a? Is it? Do they just have like one of those like corrugated aluminum ceilings on it, and then like you know you just gotta yeah, bundle up? Yeah, yeah. They're actually playing inside of their indoor practice facility. They just like lay well, down they, some I, tiles. I, they think or... that's indoor, so I just was worried if like maybe that's how where they're gonna play basketball is like inside. They could call that an indoor basketball. Yeah, arena I don't know. They all are right. I don't know if you remember, but when they announced it and they got all the 
all the fans were complaining about it. They were they compared it to like Northeast Georgia's new basketball facility, and they posted pictures of it. I'm like, yeah, that really does look like a division. Two, I don't know if it's Northeast Georgia. I'm making it up, but but it was they compared it sure. to some uh, other uh, like Division two program or NAIA pro, or or non competing program in a uh, college in Georgia. I'm like, yeah, it it does kind of look like that. Enjoy your next 25 years, TDS. Well, and co- the Convocation Center is so, so nice. It's going to be really hard for them to actually find stuff to complain about. What our complaints have been is the execution of opening and like the what the actual game day experience has been, which is which yeah. is not and we, the building itself. The building itself is beautiful, no. wonderful. They did a good yeah, job the, with that. The, not knocked it out of the park. It's great. Yeah, I, I've got no complaints yep. there, and and I'm not even one to complain about the the lack of the overhead uh, center scoreboard. That just really doesn't bother me that much. I think it's it looks good the way it is. We'll get it eventually, most likely. Not playing like we do now, but um, yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't have one in the we'll sports arena for a really long time, right? I mean, that's why I was surprised we didn't have we, one now because I was like, we had we have a brand new one. <laughs> we had one, but it was like not what rj bought us because that, that that was literally we got that after the the shot it was a season after oh. that then we got the, the I, i'm pretty sure that that maybe maybe i'm lying but i'm pretty sure it was the the season remembering i don't think you're lying you just maybe not right oh no i say a lot of stuff that i don't believe at all well do you not believe that i don't know Oh boy, <laughs> I've, got, I've, I've got no idea. Jesus. Let's see. Let's look at. We get. We got, what kind of co- what, we got a few comments coming here. Uh, All right. Let's see. Uh, cynical Peach being uh, negative on. Well, see, cynical. Entire, so. <laughs> yeah, being negative on the entire Georgia State athletics program. Uh, well, let's see it. Don't don't just here. don't just read it. Right. Like, what are you uh, doing, man? Well, I didn't want to. Georgia State basketball is my pick me up from our feckless football program. Oof. Uh GSU. GSU athletics in 2022-23 has been depressing. Baseball slash softball is really our last hope for something good. Hey, don't sleep on beach volleyball, man. Come on, dude. We're like yeah. a conference champs in beach volleyball. Made it to, I think, uh, finished fourth in the nation. Come on. BVB. That's where it's at. Uh, we got a, a thumbs up from Mojo Productions. And what, what Taylor say here. Coach, Coach uh, Drumdahl Ma- has uh, some big shoes to fill there. Imagine a scenario where we knock out uh, Bobby and the Cajuns early in the Sun Belt tournament as heavy underdogs. That would Love be it. a decent. I would oh, yeah. take that. Oh yeah, in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, It'd yeah. Be wonderful. Yeah. If we, it's if almost, that one it's almost win, better because we suck. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if our one win in the conference tournament is against Lafayette, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, well, TDS for Lafayette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TDS, Lafayette, Marshall, really anybody because we can't win a game. Nah, Marshall, but yeah, no, I, don't, uh, I don't care so much about Marshall. Marshall, well, I, only, I don't, I'm not very invested in. Marshall only because of the loss that we had on Saturday. But yeah, anytime you beat Bob Marlin, if you injure, see, if your last one of the season is beating Bob Marlin, you had a good, you had a good season. So well, and knocking him out of the tournament would just be fantastic and, and, and really great for the rivalry. Mm-hmm. I concur. Sorry, I, concur. I, I, had, I, I had a short, shorter comment than you expected there with your <laughs> beer <laughs> yes. drink. Take, take a drink of the beer. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I had a couple questions for Ben. Let's see what we can make up to answer them. Uh, yeah, I can make shit possible. up. This is, this will be great. Just ask me like you would ask Ben, and I'll see if I can answer. It. All right. So this is a, this is a question. Uh, Tim and I were kind of talking about this ourselves. Um, 
over the past week. And it was kind of a concern of mine is like after these games, like, you know, how worried are you to, to lose the locker room at this point? Just give the players giving up on the season. And I know not a single athlete, a competitive athlete or a coach will ever say that people give up halfway through or, you know, before the end of the season. But there's definitely, there's those mental there's those mental gaps where you're kind of like you realize that you're most likely out of it, even though you're not because of the conference tournament. But, you know, where are we at on on that spot on just giving <clears throat> up? So so this is going to be really harsh. Um, and I apologize to any players who are listening, maybe or any coaches. But how could you tell the difference? <laughs> We lose all the games by forty eight I mean, points. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, you know, they get out there and they they definitely hustle. And so, like, I guess you could see something like that. Like, if somebody was like obviously not like booking it back and forth and all that stuff, but like, really, the team is just just doesn't have it. They don't have all the pieces they need, and it is it it just is very apparent. And I don't know how they could. I just it's real bad. It's bad right now. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a fair answer to the question. It's a fair answer. Question. We have good pieces. I'm I I really I really and and I said this like a week or two ago um, that like you know I think if we had you know a decent shooter and a good shooter uh, on the team somewhere, even if it was like off the bench or or something, just as like a like just those pieces, we would be a better than average team based on other play that's happening yep. on the court, right? Like we've we've had a really strong defense. Um, we've done some good things with the ball with like with stealing. We just can't, you know, convert on that very well. And I feel like if we had those pieces of offense, we would be better than average. Yeah. Maybe our maybe even one guy. Yeah. Our problems are fixable. Our problems <laughs> are fixable. We're we're getting so close close to the basket. We just gotta get that just gotta get it in. Just gotta get it in there. <laughs> <laughs> magnets guys magnets just gotta figure it out exactly. cheat to win baby exactly. all right so uh so tds yeah, wait wait Thursday. no it's what what david always says if you ain't cheating you're not you ain't trying if you're not cheating you're not trying uh so tds on thursday southern miss uh on saturday uh 2 p.m game so tailgate begins <laughs> no later than noon o'clock on saturday sound That's about right, right? <clears throat> yeah I, and i heard you're doing corn dogs Oh no, not for this game. No, that was that is an idea I had after last week's uh, podcast. Was I? I don't know why I just decided to start looking up tailgate deep fryers and yeah, I want to do a corn dog tailgate, but it won't. I don't. I don't have a, it yet. I mean, I got a could week. Order it you got a week to get it. Yeah. Well, no, I, I've got like no, I got like four days to get it. We'll see. Uh, corn dogs true. do sound good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Southern Miss at noon. We'll, we'll have we'll have a, a tailgate at noon. We'll have a good time there. Um, I think yeah. that's it for basketball, right? We've 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 done thirty minutes on basketball. That's okay. That's mostly what we got to talk about, right? Yeah, uh, I was going to talk to Ben about signing day tomorrow. Uh, what mm. we should expect and what's still out there. But you know, you and I don't know anything about that. You gave up on recruiting a long time ago. I've never cared about. I recruiting. did. It's it's so it's it's super recruiting like like I, we can still talk a little generally about recruiting if tomorrow's yeah. signing day, but like um, you can be as excited as you want about a guy and it doesn't really matter because when they show up on a college football team it's gonna be different and like yeah. the the guy who you didn't see coming is gonna be the star of the team and the guy who 
is the star of his team now and has like the best highlights and just has all the right moves he's gonna bomb and like never amount to anything and um i mean it's not 100 percent both ways but like it's just it's yeah. such a it's such a pick them i mean it's like who cares Gamble. you know it's it's so hard to it's, like it, figure out it's just a, such a guess I wish I was more into it. I wish I really got more into recruiting and all that kind of stuff. But I just, for those exact reasons you mentioned, I have a hard time getting excited about somebody. And like, and then also a tweet I saw today by uh, the group of, group of five guys uh, said, "100% committed is the new." I'll think about it, like because that's what a lot of stuff is. And I, yeah. I don't want you to sign it. I know you want you to signing day. It's a whole different deal, but you get excited about following, you know, you're looking at a hundred different guys of which you're going to hopefully get, you know, a, a dozen or so. And it's hard for me to pay attention to that many people. And every, I don't know. And then again, once they get there, you could have your, your highest rated recruit ever, you know, Peter out and then a walk on like Tucker Gregg come out and become yep. like the best, but the best player you've the ever best seen in 30 year old to ever play college football. <laughs> so I, um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I want to I, like, so I'll, I'll even give an example. So like Kyler Neal, I was, I was um, when he came out of high school, I was super excited about him. His highlights. I thought they were special. You know, I was like, Holy mm. crap, this guy is, this guy is good. And and sure enough, mm-hmm. he actually came. He produced quite a bit and he was a star on the team. We were all very excited to see him. But he get hit by he, he he'd get like a big hit and he was dropping the ball. I mean, yeah. Like every time. Like every time he was dropping the ball with a big hit. And we know more about that that like he always was sort of a like had a thing about like the the scary linebacker on the other team. Only there were he only faced like one or two scary linebackers per season when he was in high school. Once he right. was in college, there were like all the linebackers, every were scary week. linebackers, <laughs> every week, every, yeah, every, exactly. every, every single week. Yeah, that's the one thing. You know, obviously, people that do this for a living and really get into it, they know what to look for. But yeah, you have somebody that if they're the best player, they've always been the best player on their team. They've always been the best player on the field against another team their entire career, and then they get to a team where everyone was that person everyone was right. the best player on their team and now yep. everything has changed and everybody you're playing at the division one level was the best player on their team so yeah yep. it changes everything it changes it changes everything so it it's, it's just so hard three to four years later for the nfl and, and NFL, yeah and you and you see it time and time again first round picks are actually not as good um you see, you start seeing these third and fourth round picks that are the ones who end up being the stars of the show to the point where i'm like hey trade your freaking first round picks for a bunch of third and fourth round picks like just do it that, like who cares you're gonna get good people down there <laughs> that's the bill belichick way i mean uh, unless Patriots you need a quarterback really- <laughs> yeah and even and even then it depends on the year and even you then. Want to draft a quarterback. yeah so um i don't see the falcons taking one this year because i don't yeah anyhow well they're settled right we're good at quarterback for the falcons <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> well we're definitely we're better than the niners are doing so i give them that much did you see what happened in the that nsc championship game with the niners quarterback no they're they're uh i guess he brock purdy was like i think like the third string quarterback for them yeah like uh he was and then he was like a he, he, 
fourth or fifth round pick or something crazy. No, he, no, he, he was Mr. Irrelevant. He oh, was yeah, the last go. pick yeah. in the draft. And so then he goes out on the first play of the NFC championship game. Oh, that his elbow hit the player's helmet or he injured something, whatever. So they, now they got to bring in another quarterback. That guy guy gets, gets injured. So they put Brock Purdy back in, but his, he can't throw. So he could, they can only hand the ball off. <laughs> oh. And that's how, and that's how the garbage from Philadelphia is in the Super Bowl because the Niners didn't have a quarterback that could throw the ball or do, do you know, <laughs> do you know, I didn't watch that game, but the amount of shit I've seen talked by Phillies fans about like in general, without that key information is, is yeah. astounding. I mean, they are the worst fan base. They, they are. <laughs> I watched, um, I watched, uh, what is it? Movie, the hustle or something. It's an Adam Sandler movie about the NBA on uh, Netflix. And he he uh, he works as a scout for the 76ers, and he's bringing this guy in from Eastern Europe, whatever. Forget, forget where he came from, and he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna love Philadelphia. They're the best fans." And he like, pauses. He's like, "Well, they're the worst fans, which makes them the best fans." <laughs> it's like it's an accurate description. <laughs> Depends of on what you're looking fans. for, really. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Off of uh, pro stuff, bro. Uh, let's see. That's got, okay. Tra- we had to fill a time portal, somewhere. We only have two of us. <laughs> exactly uh not, not much left um shout out to women's basketball they won back-to-back games including a win against jmu who was the number nice. one team in the conference congrats to ladies uh, i started like and david uh, always out, likes uh, beating jmu because uh, jmu is a rival in his eyes I, I always like beating the number one team in the conference so there this we go. crappy shitty conference we're in uh <laughs> yeah uh, Oh, oh, yeah. One thing I want to talk about. Um, not a lot, but a little bit. A couple of the, or a few of the football players got some NIL merchandise deals. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm burping over here. And I think that's awesome. Uh, Darren Granger. I, I think Darren Granger is a super cool logo. It, it looks like a D. It looks like a G. It looks like a three. It's a very well designed logo. I think it's awesome. Marcus Carroll's got some stuff. Uh, Cradle's got some stuff. Uh, and I put, I right before we came on, I tweeted out to any Georgia State athlete that wants it. If you got an NIL deal, tag us in your announcement. We will promote it as much as we can. We'll do whatever. I'll probably, I'll probably buy at least one thing from every Georgia State player that, um, that gets some kind of deal out there. Um, just, just, just to support, you know? So I think it's pretty cool. You know, I didn't realize that it looks like a D. It looks like a G. It looks like a three. I thought it only looked you like a three. You don't have that creative eye that I have. I was also only looking on my phone. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. And and I was trying to make um, some kind of joke about the baby onesie because there's a onesie in there, and <laughs> and passing not... the ball versus running and something. I I had something, but I I couldn't quite get there. Well, my thing when I saw that was, you know, when I had my first kid, I wanted to buy Georgia State's onesies and stuff for her, and they didn't really sell anything. It, the, the one or two things they had were absolute garbage. So at least uh, Darren Granger is yeah, in Darren catch. Granger they, onesie. Uh, but so I, I think someone said that he had a kid, or he just uh, had a kid like recently or something. So maybe that was on the mind when he was picking out the stuff. Was he wanted to make sure his kid had a uh, a onesie to wear? of him so yeah uh no becca idea. becca says sounds like you guys should be going to the ladies games 
I will go to any Georgia State game that my wife allows me to go to. And my daughter did say she wanted to go to the women's basketball games. So I will utilize like that going. my advantage. Mm-hmm. Looks like I'm going. Looks like I'm going. So uh, I got one joke to make about Lafayette, but we can do that in last call. Or we can talk okay. about it here. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that was a good, that's a good cliffhanger or whatever, like a, a tease. We got yeah. jokes for Lafayette right. at last call. Woo. It's about how much they suck. So, uh, which obviously is going to be about that. Anyhow. Nice. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, sorry that Ben didn't make it on tonight. Like we had uh, promoted out there, but we will get him on uh, another date. We did a pretty good job. Uh, Tim will be proud uh, or, or he won't. Anyhow, thanks for listening. We are going to go over to last call, drink some more beer. I'll probably uh, down this vodka. It's been staring at me the entire time. And, make some fun of Lafayette, talk a little, talk about the episode. We'll just shoot the shit for a little bit. You can find talk sausage, fest. sausage fest as well. Uh, Ryan's done some practicing yeah. on a sausage and uh, yeah, you can find, <laughs> find it on our Patreon page. Is that what we're calling Page- it now? <laughs> Patreon.com slash state of Atlanta. It is free of charge for last call. It comes out uh, delayed on Fridays, unless you're a Patreon member, three bucks a month early access to a last call. You also get access to our private group chat with uh, all of our patrons, which is a lot of fun. And we talk about Georgia state pretty much every day. Uh, and um, discounts on merchandise, whatever we can do for the, the members that help uh, pay for uh, all of our stuff here. Yeah, that's about it. Right. And I know we've dropped it a couple times, but 12 o'clock uh, next Saturday for the home game, <clears throat> we'll be tailgating on the 4th and the 11th. And on the 11th, we are tailgating uh, and we're doing Sausage Fest. So come on out. Homemade. Make, make some homemade sausage. Sausages. Bring it. Or just come taste our sausage. Yeah. Let us put our meats in your mouth. Actually, we won't put our meats in your mouth. You will put our meats in your mouth. I'm not going to actually That's right. shove That's my right. meat in your mouth. That seems a little forced. But, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, say goodbye, guy. Goodbye, guy. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.